Kenyan that's never in Kenya. In my past I've been I've been very nice. Um I don't say necessarily I'm as nice anymore. I'm more kind than I am nice because I think one thing that came with being defined as nice is like people started to take advantage of me and and stuff like that. But yeah, I'll I'll discuss this in this episode. Um let me know what I what you think and like also I opened an Instagram page for those of you who are attentive. <laughs> In the last episode I just put the link there I was like let's see who sees but yeah the Instagram is officially open I'm excited to have the social media account you know to elevate the podcast to make you guys feel loved and to make you guys feel like you're part of a community you know bring you along in you know sort of a process and and share quotes and you know you get to be more of my community and I get to be more or like one with you um on another level so I do hope that you like it you have the Instagram now you have the website you have a playlist each week I hope you love it and yeah go so go follow if you want to and I'll yeah I'll, let me get right into it <laughs> So being too nice. You know, I think in high school I just like you know in, in okay, let's be entirely honest. In prep school I was kind of I I I had something up my bum. I was mean. I was mean because I didn't think I was liked. So because I didn't think I was liked, I projected that and became even more mean so I could like impose fear on people to like me. <laughs> and I don't know if they ever did. But yeah, no. You know, I think like for the longest time like being too nice, I think for a long time, especially in high school, I would sort of because I was so mean in 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 uh, in in prep school I tried to sort of can I say compensate for that in high school in a way that I would I would be so nice to people in order to compensate for all the hate that I had spread when I was younger and when I was in prep school and you know in high school like it's more recent like I can I can remember sort of the way I was thinking and the way I was you know I, I felt a lot more accepted I felt like I had a very good group of friends that I you know I still get to communicate with a lot of these people um Whereas in prep school I think I I always felt different you know I had this le- sort of like you know learning can I say you, you know I I struggled with English maybe and like because of that English and maths and and because of, because of that I always felt like I had to compensate um you know if you don't you don't fit in you compensate for that in a way and I think that's what most people they do in high school and just in general see me like people become people pleasers that's also one thing that happened to me because I was compensating so much and I was so desperate to to take back everything that I said or to to take back who I was or the hateful sort of young girl um you know who still was confident in herself but the sort of hateful young girl in high school i became this sort of people pleaser um not entirely i think one thing about myself is i'm i've always kind of been sort of sure about myself but there was still an aspect of people pleasing in me that i can say yeah so you know in, in a lot of high school i spent compensating and that made me you know a people pleaser i wanted to fit in i wanted to to belong and i was so desperate to belong you know so like I hit puberty late so I wasn't necessarily the most attractive. So all of this time I was just trying to compensate so it made me a very nice person, which I'm not I'm not against because I think to be a good person is at a point to at least have experience how it is to be nice and then experience it how how, how it is to be taken advantage of and then balance that and equalize it to a level at which you're not being taken advantage of but you're still a kind person. I think that's a lot of things that like a lot of even my friends have experienced like you've had to experience being extremely nice to the point that people take advantage of you and then also being you know a bit like no tolerance um so that people you 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 learn how to equalize it and people know not to walk all over you 
that's one thing I've really established now. But I see it in like, you know, to to be too nice is to allow people to take advantage of you. Nowadays, I'm more of a no tolerance person. I don't really tolerate anyone's behavior when it comes to like if it's you know disrespect or if it's wasting my time i don't tolerate those things anymore just because i understand that like i'm a valuable person my time is valuable there's value in who i am and what i want to do and my goals and what i want to achieve there's value in that but before i was so obsessed with being you know feeling belonging like nowadays belonging is a lovely thing to belong somewhere is loving but i think we also underestimate how you know like for instance for me like for a long time i underestimated how important my family was in that you know definition of belonging i was so desperate to belong with my friendship group but i never even considered how much belonging i could could feel with my parents because like before when i was in high school you know you were the you know the the bratty teen i didn't really appreciate my parents the same way i appreciate them now and i've gotten to build like a good relationship with them but then also i think there's also like that perspective of like in high school you don't really have a good relationship with your parents because they're telling you what to do and you don't want to be told what to do even though they're trying to protect you from certain things without telling you that they're trying to protect you was that the most kenyan not even kenyan just african parent type of thing like i'm not gonna tell you why i'm telling you to stay home but i'm gonna tell you to stay home without an expectation so then you end up like building up tension because your parents they have good reason but they don't tell you the good reason and then you're just kind of standing there when you're 20 like three years older like bro why didn't you just tell me this when i was a child but when you think about it like when you're in high school you probably wouldn't even think about those things and probably get even more annoyed do you know like parent children dynamics are so difficult like nowadays i think about it i'm like imagine guys are supposed to be having like i'm supposed to have a kid and have the same dynamic i had with myself and my parents oh <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> that's crazy hold the phone for the yeah for the longest time belonging to me meant belonging in friendship groups where i may have not necessarily actually belonged but i caved my my personality to fit a certain mold so that i would belong you know one thing i realized when i came back from south africa like i went to another country and it shaped me and i'm so grateful for for south africa like i've become such a confident person like so well spoken all these things like i may not be perfect at speaking but then again i'm on a podcast so what are you saying <laughs> what are you saying no but yeah i like it made me well spoken and made me sure of myself it made me like you know aware of of myself in, in in a good way but also i think at the same time i conformed in certain ways to fit in which is it's not a sad thing like i don't blame people you know when you go to another country there's a part of you that has to conform or you do not belong like in my interview with mudeo we spoke I, I spoke about how like when i went to sa like anyone who goes to sa and you're not from south africa you have to learn the language and it's a mixture of 12 languages as as a daily language you know like you're trying to have a dialogue with people and you can't really understand them until you conform to their languages and their standards like that's just about a part of traveling if everyone else is using slang in your in your age like your age mates like for instance you go to the uk and everyone's there saying stuff like oh you know that's mental or all that sort of um <laughs> uk slang like you're automatically forced to conform because how are you going to fit in you know and how not even just fit in how are you going to live in somewhere when you don't want to take in the cultures of that place you know what i mean like, I think that was, uh, for me, like, this is so, like, I'm digressing. But anyways, <laughs> like, even colonialism, like, like a lot of, like, theorists and people will say, like, the biggest issue about colonialists is, like, you came and you, and you imposed your beliefs on us. You didn't take us, like, any of our cultures. And, like, for instance, if you read Wangari Matha's Unbowed book, and she speaks, like, her first few chapters are very, like, powerful in sort of expressing how in Kenya, you know, it was a certain it was it was this beautiful sort of way of life it, it was very spiritual and it was based sort of on ancestors and we believe that like like the kikuyus believe that 
in the 1950s and before that like like you know people died and they became part of our ancestors and you know you were bo- you were buried in the soil and it's such a beautiful story like one r- book i think i would recommend to every- anyone is like Wangari Mathai's Unbound it's such a beautiful story and i think i learned so much about Kenya in it because i think like there's aspects of Kenya that like no one's going to speak about because those generations of Kenya are past and i think also that links back to sort of this this idea that like you know you 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 people please you know like we've sort of got, gotten rid of our cultures um to fit in with you know the international scene and and it's sad but you know and colonialists came in and all of this like when you think about colonialism and neocolonialism and all those things but again i digress for 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 the longest time i was i was very nice and i would allow people to walk all over me just because i wanted to fit in you know i wanted to be popular who doesn't want to be popular in high school human society you know we are built to belong survival is 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 navigating how you're going to stay alive the longest and how maybe you're gonna reach you know self-actualization if we're speaking about maslow but like it's also just like this everyone wants to belong you'll do what you do to belong because belonging is the only means of survival how are you gonna stay in a you know a school for two years or a school for four years and not feel any sort of belonging then you're just wondering you know and it's one of those things but one thing i really didn't learn about being too nice is like people take advantage of you because and and, and i had a discussion with someone one time and they said let me let me tell you this you think i'm not going to take advantage of you when you let me take advantage of you like people you know then this is the biggest thing i learned about being nice especially when i had that conversation with this person you give people the room to take advantage of you and you think they're not going to take advantage of you like even if i have a if i, if I have a very very good heart right and majority like a good like a you know a solid amount of people have good heart but just because i have a good heart if i see an opportunity again i'm still surviving like you know how like people say they don't like nice you know guys and it's just because like i don't know i don't know walk over my husband the thing about being too nice like no one wants a, no one wants a walk over no one wants a pushover because the thing about pushovers is like and and i think even when i was too nice one thing that i believed is like people are supposed to feed you what you want them to feed you people do not have to feed you anything you know it's better that you are criticized and you learn how to to better yourself you know it's it's better that someone is just so blatantly honest to you and rips off the bandaid even if it sucks and it's it's even better if you know people are not fake to your face because when you become a people pleaser you become too nice you become so sort of like you care so much about what people think about you like as a people like as as a someone who was too nice i don't even think i could have started this podcast because i'm at home thinking oh my gosh like what if i do this what if i you know i'm so fixated on what everyone else has to say about me or i'm so fixated on what everyone else's opinion is about me but like when you are not too nice to other people you just don't care and it's not to say that you now become all, all of a sudden rude or you disrespect other people it's just a thing of like you don't care what other people think about you or you don't have to conform who you are and what you are, what you do to be somebody else like i remember i went to sa and like parts of me just were missing like you know now i wasn't really that sort of big on like on certain things or certain cultures that took away a sense of can i say power away or like it was like a sense of like survival in which like i didn't want them to have that level of vulnerability with me or i just didn't feel comfortable enough to reveal who i really was in the sense of like maybe my culture right and when i would go home i'd always have like a small moment to like when i used to have instagram to post maybe one or two pictures about a home um and kenya but i always felt maybe like that culture didn't fit into that culture which is fine you know that's the thing about traveling but i think what i've established is like i'm so tired of giving up parts of myself for everybody else like why must i and and it's also like a thing of like <laughs> you know why must i suffer 
because I'm too nice and everybody else doesn't care about me. Like, why must I suffer because of somebody else? Why must I lend the money to somebody, right? And this person keeps that money and uses me. Why must I be that person? Why, why must I suffer? Why must I not eat a meal? Why must I struggle with money financially? Why must I be in debt to the bank and f- like have my physical assets taken away from me? Because I lent money to someone else who was too, like I was too nice and that person took advantage of me. Why? Why must I struggle in this one life that I'm given? Why must I struggle when I've seen myself at my worst and had to put myself back up for, to be too nice so everybody else can take advantage of me? Why? Why must I do that? And that was a, a big realization I, I learned this year. Why must I bend my back over for someone who doesn't bend their back over for me? Why? And it's not to say you just drop everyone because like, oh, you're doing too much. No, there's a difference between being too nice and having relationships where it's 70, 30 sometimes and other times 70, 30, the opposite way where the other person is doing more than you. Like there's some relationship, like majority of relationships in life, whatever the relationships are, if it's your best friend, one day your best friend is doing, is giving you 70 and you're giving them 30 and, and, and it's different, you know, it's and like, that's just like how life is relationships are about balance they're about one day you do this for me one day i do this for you we're all benefiting those are relationships and that's why relationships come to an end at a point because we cannot provide for each other but why is it that like you know you're too nice and you're the only person consistently providing for somebody you are the only person consistently breaking your back off for someone and you're okay with being too nice you're okay with being taken advantage of because you know also one thing i also realized about being too nice is like to be too nice it's just unfair on you you know, do you love other people more than you love yourself? You know, and we're told to love ourselves first before we love other people. Guys, like, being too nice never got me what I wanted in life. Being too nice got everybody else what they wanted, but uh, in my disadvantage. I was disadvantaged because I was so willing to let other people take advantage of me, walk all over me, and I just didn't love. And for me, at the time, it came from a thing of, like, I didn't love myself as much as I loved the idea of popularity. I didn't love myself as much as I loved the idea of somebody else. Or I, I just didn't love myself flat out. And I was willing to sacrifice. Or I was compensating for something from my past that I hadn't, you know, addressed. Um, and it just goes on and on. And it just goes on like that, you know. That's But, but how long will you be over nice to people and how long will they take advantage of you until you get exhausted by it? Because I became exhausted. I was bending my back over, bending it over for people to just walk all over it and leave me with a thousand bruises that I, I was a person dealing with it. I was a person who was struggling with those issues. I was a person who had to deal with that. So why is it that the law states that I can protect myself? Whereas you are telling me as a person, as an, an, an unqualified other, <laughs> um, that I personally, me as a person, shouldn't protect myself in the advantage of you and in the disadvantage of me. We can't work like that. We we actually can't. Like it just like being too nice is giving up yourself for the benefit of somebody else. Why would you do that? Like it it hurts me to see people be so overly nice because I know how it it is to be there. And to sit there and for people to not give a damn about you, but to take advantage of you. You can't be naive. Love lots of people. I love lots of people. I have lots of friends. And I love those friends. But I state clear boundaries as to what and what what cuts and what doesn't cut. Even me with relationships nowadays, I just have zero tolerance for people. I'm not tolerating people who take advantage of me. Because why? I must be disadvantaged. And you're not benefiting me in any way. So me, I'm just being disadvantaged to be disadvantaged. By 11pm, I'm on do not disturb. Because also, this is my thing about being too nice. Let me ask you one question. Am I a lawyer? Am I an emergency room? Am I a doctor? Am I a, a fire firefighter? Uh, like, am I these roles? 
Like if you call me at 11 p.m., like people who are there in your outer circle, acquaintances are calling you about things in their life. Like, why don't you call 911? Because you know, also there's this thing where people think that like we have to overcompensate, we have to do too much. There's a certain extent where it's a bit extreme, you know? Like you shouldn't have to put so much of yourself into somebody who doesn't put anything into you because if you are in a car crash you wouldn't call them don't allow the greatness that you see in someone or you invent in someone that's also an issue you invent in someone or see in someone to overpower your own needs and your own wants and your own self-value um, and also just like your own well-being you know at the end of the day it's about well-being mental well-being physical men- well-being spiritual well-being you know, these are, these are all things that you have to take into consideration. You know, if, if, if 15,000 people or 15 people are calling you at, at 11 p.m., you know, maybe you need to rethink how you've set your boundaries for these people. You know, and I also think about being too nice. It's not about changing who you are, but it's about rethinking the way that you navigate your relationships. That's also one thing I've seen. You know, your relationships, your, whether it's romantic or it's, it's, it's platonic, you know, sitting down and, and asking yourself, you know, Maybe if I put a boundary that said people shouldn't call me at 11 p.m. past, people will, you know, unless it's an emergency, emergency, and I'm an emergency contact, then, you know, at that point, you're allowing people to understand, yes, this person is kind, but they also have fair boundaries and they're protecting their well-being. Because, you know, I think I prefer being with friends with someone who, and, and being in a romantic relationship with someone who has set boundaries, because, you know, it, it also prevents you, you know, resentment and all these things. But I think, you know, set good boundaries so that you can still be a nice, you can still be a nice person, you can still be a kind person, but you're not a, you're not a walkover. Don't be walked over by people. You're not a, you're not a mat. You're a valuable person. You deserve like, to be treated as though they're valuable. Um, and it's like, isn't it like, I saw it was visit list. She was like one, I think it's like, it's like a one in a trillion chance that you're born. And then you're going to sit here and you say that you're not valuable. You're so valuable. And you ca- you shouldn't bend in your back over when someone has shown you countless times that they don't care about you like that. You know, that's also one thing that we do, like, as, as a nice person and experiencing being a nice person um, to the to the most extreme degree. You know, there's a degree, there's a spectrum of niceness. There's the nice person who has boundaries that protects their well-being, protects themselves, you know, is, is aware of sort of, you know, their rights and all their amendments and all these things. And then there's the other person, the extreme side, the other, other side um, of the spectrum, spectrum, and it's a person who is too nice. You know, they are people pleaser. They don't actually have real friends because everyone knows that they're fake. You know, they they are two-sided. They, they, they are being walked over so much by everyone else. Inside, they, you know, when they get drunk, you see that they're actually not even that nice. You know, there's, there's a spectrum. You know, so that's another thing. Like, there's some people who are so nice and then they get drunk and they're completely... You know the people I fear the most? The people I fear the most are people who drink and become a different person. Because those are people to be feared. <laughs> Generally speaking you're you're very very nice in in every day and then when we we are drunk you are rude and mean and you hate everybody fear those people actually maybe you don't fear them but me personally i fear people who like when they drink they become a different person because you know you don't know who that person is anymore and that's scary to me you could have known someone your whole life and you you know they've never drunk and then they take alcohol and they're completely like a terrible person and then it's like dang like what have they you know you actually start to think like maybe they've been saying bad things about me um and, or not even that like maybe they don't like me as much as they you know 
put out or maybe you know the if they found someone better they would you know maybe dump me and go to someone else i don't know that's also i digress (laughs) you know at the end of the day like it's good to have a good soul it's good i think every single person should you know aim to have a good heart and have good morals have good values it's also a good way that you don't sort of get dismayed on your path to your goal and your you know your definite purpose as napoleon hill says um you know you have a definite purpose and you're trying to head to that thing but i think be a nice person but for me, one thing has changed about maybe my def my definition of niceness. Like maybe on the on the spectrum that I've given you, I may have been. I think I was like in the middle, but like a bit towards the pushover side. Um, and now I'm like I'm at I'm at the boundaries and no tolerance type of nice person. Like, you know, I love people. I'll do service to the community. I'll do all those things. But I'm still prioritizing my well being, my health, myself because again, at the end of the day, the only person I really have is me. The only body I'm only given one body in my life. You know, people ask me, like, why are you so persistent at the gym? I'm given one body. I'm not going to be too nice enough to stop going to the gym because somebody told Like, I can't do that. Like, I'm given one body. I'm given one spirituality choice. I, okay, I'm given multiple. But, like, you know, I get, to sp- I get to have that idea of spirituality. Like, that's something that's given to me, you know. And mentally, I'm given one brain. I don't get to go and, and get another one. Um, those are the three things to me that, like, those are things that, like, I'm given. And they're the only things that, like, I'm guaranteed in this life. My mind, my body, and my soul. Those are the only things I'm guaranteed. The rest of the other things, like tomorrow, like you don't know what's going to happen. You know, people die, you know, seasons change. Uh, like everything, like nothing else is guaranteed. You know, nothing else is guaranteed. Money is transactional. It comes, it goes. Like anything can pop today, tomorrow, papa is gone. <laughs> poof, bro, poof. Like, bro, like fairy old godparents, poof. Like it's gone. Like the thing is dip the seed. <laughs> like, like it's gone. <laughs> but like on a real note, I know I'm clowning, but on a real note, like, think about it like the only person you really have is you and you're willing to you know the three things that you're guaranteed in this life you're willing to give off to somebody else who has those exact three things guaranteed to them also and another eight people who have the exact same things guaranteed. we're all guaranteed the same thing in life our soul our spirit and our and our body right and our body deteriorates as well you know, same way our beauty deteriorates as well. The only thing you're truly guaranteed is your mind, even which can also, like, everything, like, your body will deteriorate. Your soul is the only thing that truly is, like, long-term, huh? You know, <laughs> that's the truth. And with that being said, like, when you're too nice, you need to just consider this. Every single person in this world has the same things that I'm guaranteed, not on a material level. Every single person is is guaranteed on a, on a soul level. We're all guaranteed a soul we're all guaranteed, you know, the things that are not materialistic or made out of money. Like the 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 more sort of complex things about life, you know, relationships with your parents, you know, your connections to people that you build. Like those are the things that you're guaranteed. Money means nothing. Materialistic things mean nothing long term. When it comes to when you die and after that, like, you know, depending on what you believe in. But like the one thing we all of us, every single person in this world has and is guaranteed is a soul. All of us, everybody, everybody just have our soul. <laughs> Everything else comes with that, you know, comes with, you know, your circumstances and all these things. But the one thing you're given is a soul. Every single person is given a soul. So you're all on the and on equal basis. You know this? And this is how I look at, um, for instance, like people who are negative or not even negative people, people who haven't worked on themselves and people, you know how I say, I think there was one episode where I said growing up is, and I said some people grow um, physically, but not mentally. You know, the, the thing about that is like, 
and you know these are the people who are you know i think about these people and i say you know these people never develop but we are all given the same basis of which at which we like you know we can develop as people you know all of us are given one basis who come out as children we are maybe ignorant for a bit and then we you know we make the choice whether we want to become a lot more knowledgeable or not as time goes by and what we become we want to become knowledgeable on and you know with that being said like it's important to understand that like you have your soul you are guaranteed the same thing as somebody else and they choose to not care about you or they chose to not even not caring it's not even about caring i think everyone cares but like there's a degree to which you can care um you know you were you were given for instance you know you you were given the same ability to get like maybe it's you and your siblings you're all given the same opportunities what all these things so why are you allowing somebody one of your siblings to take advantage of you when you're all given the same opportunities you know it's unfair for you to now um sacrifice your own sanity for somebody else who was given the exact same opportunities as you and it's the same thing with the soul you know you're you're so willing to it's unfair for you to sacrifice your soul to benefit somebody else's soul when all of you are given the you know you're all given a basis of having a soul being too nice you know the thing is like i i can speak but i understand how it is to want to fit in and i understand because i've been there you know i've been the too nice person who just allows people to walk all over them um and it's not to say like still be kind don't become a rude person because no don't become what life is externally allow you to affect your internal like sort of self you know have a positive mental attitude you know try like your soul is what you're given and you can make your soul to be the most pure-hearted genuine person like you can be the most genuine pure-hearted person but that doesn't mean that like now you allow other people to take that away from you i think that's also a thing about being too nice you're willing to allow people to stretch you in so many dimensions to the point that you personality becomes elastic or who you are becomes very very elastic and you don't you lose yourself in the mix you know that's that's why people say like uh don't allow people to affect you too much like don't allow people's views morals values to affect you to the point that you become so elastic that you don't know who you are because it's you know when you uh, like for instance if you think of like when you when you're making glass and you know they stretch the sort of like i i i don't know what it's called when glass is like in the sort of liquid form and they stretch it and the the glass dries out or like for instance like sugar like you boil sugar and you're making caramel and you stretch the caramel to into a shape um or any sweets you stretch it into a shape it cannot go back to the shape when it's dried think about that when you think about who you are people can stretch you every which way if you allow them to yeah i think that's the quote i'm gonna leave you with life is only unfair if you allow people to treat you unfairly when it comes to your happiness your peace and everything um else that is based off of spirituality that's the quote i want to leave you with today um it's just so important be nice have a good heart but it's like you are worth a thousand like you're worth literally millions like not even you know i think forget materialism you are valuable you are you are a part of a universe of things a universe of you know you're part of your you're one with insects <laughs> you're one with insects you're one with you were one with birds you're one with snakes you're one with you know a higher power if you believe in one you're you're one with other people you are all interconnected and it's all these interconnected complicated things things happen for a reason and you meet people for reasons and then you leave those people for reasons like life is so wonderful and it's so complicated and it's so beyond us like life is so beyond us like the reason we are born is be born is beyond us you could have been a completely different person and born to a completely different parent but you were born with your parents and your family for a reason right and and you know like you know like you look at oprah and it's like oprah started off rough but like then she became this amazing person and those experiences and those that she grew wisdom from the really hard times of her life 
and you know like that's the thing like life is interconnected we're powerful we're crazy like there's so much in life to be grateful for and there's so much to 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 be able to experience that you will not be able to experience if you allow other people to walk all of you like if you allow people to you're on holiday and people are calling you about their issues it's like bro like you're on holiday in you know a, a pretty like you're in you know bali or you went to morocco to see the beauty of morocco um and people are calling you with their issues it's like now you don't even get to experience the beautiful things about life because now you let other people walk all over you and crush the one thing or the one time in your life that was for you the one point in life where you could experience the blessings of the universe and the blessings of higher powers and the blessings of peace and the ble- like silence is a blessing to have silence where your mind just stops you don't even think about anything and you're on holiday you're lying on the beach chair there's no issues like you're just in, like you're enjoying as unaji enjoy as in like you're enjoying yourself properly right you see you want to experience life to its fullest you can't experience life to your fullest if you're always having other don't make other people's issue your 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 issues that's what i tell all my friends don't make other people's problems your problems and that's a lesson i learned from my mother stop making other people's issues your issues stop you can be a nice person but you're not a walkover. You don't deserve to be a walkover. You deserve more than that. Stop making other people's issues your problems. Because they're not. You have issues. Every single person has problems. There's no one in this life that doesn't have an issue. So why must you allow other people to walk all over you? And why must you allow other people to take advantage of you? Or why must you allow people, right? You have your own issues. Then you're allowing people to, to, to add issues for you. They're, they're, they're writing for you. Every single person brings you 10 issues. You're going to dry, die of stress die of cholesterol at that point because you're stress eating like you're going to die like like you're allowing other people to kill you when your time isn't even come yet um <laughs> the ugandan me that's not even i'm not even half uganda i don't even have any connection to uganda but friends but like banange like when like what do you mean not in this life not in your life i'm denying it for you <laughs> <laughs> anyways guys <laughs> i hope you enjoyed that episode um yeah i think like you know be be nice be kind be loving but also be confident in who you are stand for what you believe in you know be the woman you want to be or you the man or the you know be the they them that you want to see in the mirror be whoever you want to see in the mirror be the bad b <laughs> be the bad b I reliterate, be the bad B. <laughs> um, <laughs> guys, sometimes I'm just for jokes. I've not even to lie. And <laughs> some of the things that come out of my mouth don't know what I'm doing. Anyways, guys, I hope you have a lovely week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah, tune in next week for next week's episode. Check out the Instagram. Check out the playlist. Check out the website. Um, I also wanted to give... Oh yes, I also wanted to spotlight. If you go to the website, and you'll probably see on the Instagram page as well, I've been so grateful, I've been so blessed to have a, a beautiful artist. His name's Stanley Salatin, and yeah, like just go check out his is like his art. Like it's on my um, the website, and it's on the Instagram page, and it's so amazing. Like if you see his detail work, like his detail abilities are, cra- and his shading abilities are like out of this world um yeah go check out my go check out the artist go go check him out i've been so blessed to have him this month um 
each month I'm gonna be focusing on artists. I'm gonna be yeah, I, I want like I love art and I love creativity. I love expression and I, I and I love you know allowing you know artists to have a platform on my page because like I feel like art is such a beautiful thing and it's so important. Um, like Stanley was also speaking about how he wants to like you know allow or inspire other people to get into art like. Um, you know, a lot of people think that they're not good at drawing, but like you get up, you know, a, a pad and a pen and you start drawing and you express all these amazing emotions. Same thing with po- or like poetry and, and writing and, and, you know, pottery and, and music and all these amazing creative things. And as a person, I'm like, I love creativity. You know, I play the clarinet and sometimes I love to color. I love to draw. I love to do pottery. I love to, you know, do beadwork and, and all these things. Um, and they're so expressive. And I love cartoons because like cartoons are like they're like the most extreme level of expression in 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 you know their animations that are extremely expressing themselves and i love that i love cartoons just because of that from my childhood to now you know i love you know i used to watch mr maker and i used to be there with my with me <laughs> i used to be there with my rolls of tissue you know my brown like they are trying to like mix it up trying to like you know make one of those like birds or whatever they used to make with mr maker um so yeah guys it just Go check out Stanley's work. Um, I like I literally the first time I saw it, um, I, I found him on Pinterest. I the, uh, the first time I saw his work, my mouth dropped. Like I, there's one thing I love is like a good shade, like a good two B pencil mixed with like a one H mixed. Like it's so good. Anyways, yeah guys, go check Stanley out on either the Instagram, the website, and I'll link all of his information so you know you can go see more of him or contact him or whatever it is. Um, and yeah guys. I will see you soon. I love you guys so much. I love my little community. Shout out, shout out. Shout out, shout out. The loss, I'm hard headed. There's a little bit of madness to my method. Many falling off that fine line that I'm treading. I risk anything to be great, and I'm not letting nobody rob me of my victory. Number one, that's what I'm meant to be.